Okay. You already know what it is. You already know where we at. You already know what we doing here. Okay. Back for another week. Uh, you know, bi-weekly. So, look, that week just flew by. You didn't even you didn't even notice. Uh, but here we are. What is this? It's the Evil Eagle Hour podcast or audio show or program, whatever the flip you want to call it with co-host Cody Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Yes, yes. Thank you for being with us again as we dip our toes deeper into the second season. Another first episode, because every episode is the first episode. Today on this installment of the EEH, we talk about... Actually, it's pretty interesting. We talk about ignorance. That whole concept of ignorance is bliss. That saying. We kind of take that apart and we analyze what that really means. It's like one of those things that you understand, but you never really like think about. Recently, I was thinking with all of this race talk that we've been doing on the podcast, I've been thinking like, what makes somebody racist? And and I I read in a psychology magazine that uh, racist people have been found to have lower IQs. And and that made sense to me because in my head, I always thought like racist people and, and homophobic people and people who just see the world in one way. I always thought like that's just so easy. It's so easy to believe that the world isn't nuanced and that it's just one person's fault. You know, people who are racist and people who are Islamophobic and people who are homophobic. It's just so clear that that comes from a lack of understanding and a lack of information and a lack of empathy. Like they don't want to understand. Because understanding, first, you have to admit that you're wrong, which apparently nobody wants to fucking do anymore. And we talk about that in the podcast, too. First, you have to admit that you're wrong and that puts your brain in this weird state of not knowing what to believe it's just it's just more work it's more work than just thinking all right it's black people's fault it's their fault it's way easier to just think of things simple so that's the whole trap of ignorance too it feels better it you're more it puts your brain in a more comfortable state because it's like i know i know how things are and you don't want to admit that you don't know how things are so we dove we dove deep and like 15 minutes into this conversation it was just like we were firing bro so without any further ado let's do the damn thing okay mckeele on the beats as mother freaking always uh send this to people man send this pod to people who you just feel are just straight up ignorant just dummies okay we're not the brightest people but we're trying out here okay Let's go. Let's go. Begin the program.
Is you ready? I think I'm a shake that body, shake that booty, dog. I want to hear. I don't got no booty some... to shake. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Your ass. I don't know what happened to your ass. Your ass used to be like. It used to be nice. My girl said she real. said she thought my ass was getting bigger the other day. Well, she's a dirty fucking liar. All right, I... let's begin. Our show here, man. On the way here, uh, can I just get this out the way? Like Please. on the way here, you live in like I'd say this is the Bronx, right? I this is definitely I think that's the a Bronx. safe f- assumption. Right, Tremont, you can hear all this noise and foolishness in the background. Yeah, yeah they right the outside on the block with the chairs blasting coding crazy the Spanish <laughs> rendition <laughs> and annoying the fuck out of me. Yeah, but so it's all good. We're definitely in the Bronx, and on the way here. I had a fellow uh, try to sell me uh, a used open sign. You know, those open signs with the flashing lights and stuff? Like the ones you hang up like yeah. at a barbershop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One he, of those. He wanted to... <laughs> he tried to get it off. He tried to sell that to you? He's like, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, excuse me. I'm 27 years old and I'm trying to do right by my community. Uh, would you be possibly interested in a used open sign that's slightly broken? I'm like, listen, bro. I, I This is the worst time to start a small business, for one. And two, like, I appreciate your grind. I appreciate your hustle. But, like, get a better product. I don't want that. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Walking through that's the Bronx that- with a used open sign. Yeah, I, I think he just needs to get on ebay i don't know if that's nobody's open why would we need to open nobody's open nobody's open <laughs> why would i need that bro this is uh, not the state i'm sorry friend i i am not gonna i'm not gonna buy that this um, isn't the state to to do that to right. sell that I'm he like, should go walk the streets of a open state i don't know i'm like hey listen for what business well i guess this is a business I mean, we. I guess we can just hang it up in yeah, front of us in the room, yeah. While we're doing, and remind our thing. us to be open to new to possibilities. Open to new possibilities. And what is this, by the way? I'll tell you, unsuspecting listener. I'll tell you exactly what this is. It's the Evil Hour Podcast with Coach Cody Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Back again, another week. Another one. How are you? Number two. How are you today? I right am now, in this moment. In this moment, I am the word. Uh, the word I would use. I would feel like I just got pinched. You know, mm. like the feeling after you get pinched, you're like ow, mm-hmm. and you, it is really intense for a moment, and you just realize it's just a pinch. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, okay, I'm not dead. Okay, so that's so how you feel I feel like you just got pinched. I, got I saw pinched. you was out in the mountains the other day, right? Uh, yeah, that? yesterday I was. I went upstate. We went upstate for the second time. Went to Watkins Glen National Park. It yeah. is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it is next level. I can't believe this shit is like just just there. It's like four and a half hours upstate, but it's beautiful. Um, but that's a hike. But yeah, it's a nice little hike. But it was. It's definitely worth it. Waterfalls and shit. Deer. Waterfalls, gorges. Did the deers have masks? Uh, did not see any deers. There's a shit ton of bugs. Um, put my feet in a little stream. Uh, I was standing in a little water stream. That's Felt dirty. a little energy of the stream in the mountain. Mm. It was good. How about you? How are you doing? I'm I actually good, care to know. You care. You actually asked me this time. Well, I'll I tell care. you how I'm doing. 
I'm doing pretty good with all things considered. Uh, I'm getting a lot of work done. I'm feeling like motivated to get the work done, which is the most important thing. Uh, And I was feeling like kind of in high spirits until recently, which kind of leads up to the topic of today's episode. We're kind of going to float around a little bit. We're not going to have one little set topic. It's going to be one of those episodes. We're going to have fun with it. But uh, I want to talk about this goddamn woman that pissed me off yesterday she pissed me all the way off okay and i'm gonna be real and this is gonna lead into the topic somehow i don't know how but it will right Right? lady sees me we're all wearing masks or your lady no not my lady okay no no i would be no this would be a different episode uh (laughs) if you know i'm walking through the street or whatever and the lady sees me and she kind of, she spots me at first. She doesn't really say anything. So I keep walking. Um, and then I come to a part where there's a stop sign in the road and there's cars coming by. So I stop. The lady walks up behind me mm. and she kind of taps me on the shoulder for one. Oh boy. Already violating, violating six personal feet. space. So violating you're already wrong. Feet. Ho. Okay. Maybe you're not a ho, but like in that Bitch. moment. Bitch, yes. So she taps me on the shoulder. I turn around, um, and she's like, "Yeah, I like. I only saying this to you because like I feel like you're a good person, but you should really put your mask like over your nose." And I'm like, first of all, you don't fucking know that I'm a good person. I could turn around with an axe and cut your fucking head off. <laughs> but like, second of all, excuse me, excuse me. I like. Okay, you're right. But also, I'm not around anybody. Also, why would she walk up to you? Bro. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Was she? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> We're not going to say what she was, but you know what she was. Yeah, it's pretty so uh, uh, white and clear. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, <clears throat> I, I, I want to talk about that idea, right? Because at first I was upset. I was angry. But then the second thought was, no, it's not her fault. Because it's the idea of that ignorance is, is bliss, right? The idea that it it's not necessarily better for your mental health to know more things. Mm, not necessarily. Not necessarily, right? I wanna I wanna get into this idea. I think that it just depends because there's a certain point where you you get to like an information overload. And you're just consuming a lot of information without really sorting through yeah, it. Yeah, vetting it already. Yeah, vetting it without sorting through it, figuring out where you stand on it, and like having your own voice within this information. So, yeah, I don't think there's like a, always a correlation between more information and feeling safer. Uh, it just yeah, it, you it's really it really safer. depends on discernment of the information. Right. Yeah. That that's probably. The main thing I would say, like how you personally interact with the information that Mm -hmm. you get. But I feel as though, because I was really trying to figure out how I feel about information, how I feel about intelligence. Is intelligence good or bad? Or that like the idea that, because I heard a quote that most dumb people think they're smart and most smart people think they're dumb. Yeah. And I was wondering, why is that? Why do most dumb people think that they're smart? Is it easier? Or do you just think that things are simple? Hmm. I mean, for me, I feel like I've experienced both ends of that. Well, where, yeah, you're a, you mean because you're a dumbass. Yeah, like sometimes I'm a dumbass and sometimes <laughs> I'm pretty smart. 
but sometimes I feel smart and sometimes I feel like a dumbass and they're not at the same time. Right. But I feel like that's intelligence. Like, and we're going to get like deeper into this because I want to talk about something called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Dunning-Kruger. Have you heard about this? Have you heard about these two fools? I've heard. uh, I thought it was one guy, but. (laughs) (laughs) You thought his name was Dunning-Kruger? I thought his name was Dunning-Kruger. And I, yeah, but when, let me ask you a question. When is the last time you realized that you thought you were smart in something and you actually mm. weren't? Um, kind of daily. Daily. Yeah. <laughs> daily, yeah, you're I'd reminded daily. that you are not as smart as smart as I thought, and and it's kind of both. Like daily, I'm reminded that I'm not as smart as I thought, and then I also get like little reminders that I'm smarter than I thought. I, wow. I find like it's a good balance because I humbled take, every day. Yeah, humbled every day because like especially with something that I'm doing, like I I do music, so I'm constantly learning things about myself. I'm constantly learning things about like how I take in information uh-huh. um, and how I learn. Mm-hmm. So like at first, and this was actually a point I was going to bring up later, but it's more relevant right now. I used to think for a long period of my life, I used to think I was dumb. Like, oh wow. because I would go into school. I missed a lot of school as a youth. Like I missed probably three years of my elementary school oh, just wow. being with my mom who was a drug addict who just wouldn't keep me in wouldn't put me in school mm-hmm. and by the time i actually like reestablished like a normal family and um i was in a normal kind of stable environment i would i went back to school and they were going over things and i was like i don't know any of this and this is like the stuff that you're supposed to know in this grade so i'm like right. all right well if i don't if i don't know this there's no way i can catch up this is like years worth of school so then like i felt like my attention shifted and eventually i learned that i learned how i learned and i actually learned that i am intelligent but it took a long time and it also like the idea that I was dumb didn't motivate me to get smarter. It just depressed me. You know what I mean? It kind of right. like, and I feel like that's a weird because people have different responses to that. People can realize how much information they don't have and then just be jazzed up to go seek the knowledge. Right. But I feel like if you experience some type of trauma or something, then it just turns into, oh, I'm dumb. Like, I'll never catch up. It's really dependent upon... Well, I won't say it's entirely dependent upon this, but I think as it heavily has to do with your locus of control, which is essentially like whether you think things are, you have control of things or if the world is like controlling you. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if you think you have control of things, you're more likely to say, oh, okay, I actually don't know shit. Right. And so I'm going to change that. If you think it's outside of you, you think you're invi- it's because, you know, the world shortage you or whatever, you're more likely to be like, oh, I don't know shit and I'll never know shit. Right. Is it like more of a mark of an intelligent person to say, I don't know shit. Let me go find out some shit. Mm-hmm. Or like, is it, does that mark, is that like a mark of a more intelligent person? Um, I guess it depends upon the situation because certain, some things aren't in your control. Uh, right. In this situation, I think it, it think to a certain extent, what you know is in your own control. And so are they more intelligent? Uh, maybe emotionally, um, right, they're more right, intelligent right, right. to know that they 
you know, they can rise above this emotion of lack or um, being incompetent and become more competent, I guess is the easiest way to put it. Um, but they're not more intelligent by like, you know, actual Yeah, like measurable knowledge. standards, like like yeah, like knowledge like that, like book smarts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which you, you brought up a good point. That was actually what I was gonna say about me is that it it actually just took me a long time to realize how I was smart. I'm just smart I was smarter in a different way and that way that and like I have high emotional intelligence uh-huh. and that can help you with other forms of like intelligence. My mm. emotional intelligence helps me learn other forms of like other things that I want to know, like if I'm mm-hmm. trying to learn a new skill or whatever. We um, actually talked about uh, the different types of intelligence in one of our episodes. We did? We did. We didn't done so many of these goddamn episodes. I can't even can't even stand to even look at them. Yeah. I, mean, um, it's like, I don't even know what we've covered and what we haven't. What we haven't. I'm trying to figure out which episode that was. I want you to look up the Dunning Kruger effect for me on that computer because Dunning Kruger. My computer is not loading it for some reason. Uh, I want to tell you what these two fools did. These two boys. These Let me two tell you what the boys boy. did. First, I want you to read a description of what the Dunning-Kruger effect is <coughs> and that award-winning vocal you got there. Let's yep. do it. Award. So you're speaking that into existence. What's that? That this... Our, oh, yeah. We're... This, oh, we're going to win something. We're going to win a Webby. We're going to win a uh, Chingy, whatever. Whatever they got out there. We yeah, got whatever it. they got. It's for us. You heard? A Grammy. Read, read that shit. Grammys for pocket. Um, so in the field of psychology... <coughs> The Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people with low ability at the task overestimate their ability. It is related to the cognitive bias of illusory superiority and comes from the inability of people to recognize their lack of ability. Without the self-awareness of metacognition, people cannot objectively evaluate their competence or incompetence. All right, so I don't speak fucking nerd so let's actually talk about what that literally meant. What 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 does that mean to you? That- In layman's terms, it means that people think that they're better than what they are. Or, like you said earlier, people don't think that they're as good as what they actually are. Right. And because of that, it's a, so it's the psychological phenomenon of illusory, illusory, right? That's how you say it, right? Illusory? I say illusory. Illusory. It's it's whatever the fuck you want. To <laughs> Superiority, and it forms a kind of cognitive bias. We all have cognitive bias uh, that we hate to have to admit to ourselves, mm-hmm. but it's basically saying that if you are ignorant to something or you have low cognition or you're incompetent, you don't know that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know what questions to ask. I always think about this uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson quote where he was talking about how, you know, the, the main thing about space and the main thing about um, astrophysics is like just knowing what questions to ask. We're years away from knowing the questions we should be asking because we have to do more studying. We need to we need more information about the things that we do know to figure out the things that we don't. Yeah. And it's weird because that's a really good point. Here's another quote, right, from from the dude. First of all, this is David Dunning and Justin Kruger. We're going to give y'all y'all uh 
y'all uh, flowers while y'all yo oh, actually they're they're long, dead they've been dead for a long time they've been dead probably. for that long? <laughs> I, I don't know this but J- Justin Kruger, David Dillon, yeah, those sounds like no. They're, they're they may be alive. The the study was conducted in 1999. Oh, word. They may still be alive. I don't know why that just sounds like dead white people names. Yeah, any yeah. I I think assume any white person whose name is popular. I just assume they're dead, <laughs> or if they develop some shit. Yeah, you're just like you probably got like some white disease. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Um. So David Dunning? David Dunning, yeah. Uh, so I wanna I wanna do a quick quote from my boy David because he he said something that really stuck with me. He's still um, here. David's the quote here. is, "Oh, he's still here." He looks kind of like Trump. Shout out to you, bro. You have a book called Self Insight. He knows that we don't have to fucking tell I, him. I'm interested in here's that. David. A, here's a quick quote by my boy Dave. He says, "If you're incompetent, you can't know you're incompetent." The skills you need to produce a right answer are ex- the exact skills you need to recognize what the right answer is. So you, you pretty much don't know how shitty you are unless somebody tells you. Well, even if somebody tells you, it's like you don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think the best way to describe it is it's like you don't even know what questions to ask. You lack the ability. You, you lack the information to know what questions to ask so that you can gain more information. Uh, it's so it's such yeah, a yeah because you don't know what you don't know yeah and Shit. it's so simple as that it's, it's it sounds dumb it sounds simple like like you said yeah but it's simple as that yeah but i think i think that goes to show you like how important it is to have people around you who can open you to i guess and it sounds bad because normally you want people well there's just this big talk of needing people around you who are going to encourage you yeah, and, and be positive and you know but the, there also needs there needs to be people around you or the people around you need to find an effective way to also question and challenge you right uh, as opposed to just encouraging you and supporting you right so like yeah as opposed to having like yes men around you you need people who are gonna like take the time to try to expand the way you think on something you need really give you an all yeah (laughs) you need yes men and really men yeah uh yeah i i love that i love that idea it's like you we only get smart enough to realize what we don't know and any smart person will tell you it's just more questions at the end you know i i think of it um, where I thought of it when I first was kind of um, thinking about this concept, I think I thought of it visually like being on a hill, mm-hmm. like going up a hill, getting to the top of the hill and seeing that there's a whole fucking city. There's a whole thing that you don't even know about. And if you're incompetent, you know, we don't want to label anybody, but if you lack that ability, then you think the hill is the thing. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you think you think the hill is everything. You think you have the full knowledge of what you you think what you have is everything. Yeah, and that's a very self centered way to go about the world it or also life. Protects you though. Yeah, that, makes, yeah. that that's the ignorance is bliss thing. It yeah. keeps you safe. Uh huh. It's amazing how quick we are to say that we know enough. Yeah. But it's also very damaging to be in a space where you constantly question yourself. Because like when you constantly question yourself and 
always believe that you don't know or that you don't have enough that can over time wear on your confidence to make a statement right. of truth. Yeah. And so how do you come to a place of truth when you know when when you have this idea that your truth can never be right because you don't know enough. You'll never right. know. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's frustrating as fuck. And it's so, and like I I've actually been in situations where I feel like I know something and the moment before I say, yeah, I've been doing this for a while or the moment I say, I think I know about this, you know, what there would be like meditation or writing or podcasting or the plight of the black man, whatever the fuck I feel like I know something about Mm -hmm. the moment I say or the moment I, I fix my lips to say, I know about this. I just get this thought in my head. This, do you? You don't know shit. Do yeah. Really know, do you really have a full grasp on this? And it's hard for me to, I guess, assert myself as uh, one who is knowledgeable or an expert or somebody who is competent enough to teach these things. Right. And that makes it, yeah, it makes it difficult because you're looking for a solid ground to stand on. You're, so, you're thinking, you want to think think that you know something right. so that you can build on that. Mm-hmm. And it's hard when you're all constantly questioning yourself, but it's also the mark of an intelligent person because, like I said, to think that the hill is the thing to the point where you are you are you're telling everybody else like no you know there's nothing above at the top of this hill matter of fact we're this ain't even a hill player you need to open up your you need to open up your fourth eye you need to open up your third ear player <laughs> third ear and like like because I'm saying like people think they know so much to the point where it's like no the earth is flat it's like is, is that an easier idea for you <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out. How people settle into these... Well, I guess we're talking about it. It has to be a thing where it makes them more comfortable. Um, and even us, it's like, as I'm saying this, and like to go off of what you just said, as I'm saying this, I'm it's the realization that I don't really know. Yeah. So I guess the, the, the real question that we are trying to answer here is how do you know what... How do you know what you know? How do you know what you... Know? How do you locate the amount of your knowledge upon the sea of knowledge out there? Right. How do you know where you stand? Yeah. How do you know where you stand? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just said exactly. that in so many words. No, I think I understand. Like, I think about that a lot. And there's certain, like, literal, you know, tests that you can take to measure your IQ or, but even those tests are like established on a standard that they created. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't test every form of intelligence, but they probably have tests for every form of intelligence. Right. Um, we're just not intelligent enough to know if they do or not. Yeah. But we, like, we don't even know if, I if know. those tests are even are competent themselves. And you know, what's funny, like that concept of what you're talking, like how you just described it is like, I feel how people get to a flat earth, how they get to these wild conspiracies because it's the realization that we don't know hyper extended, right? It's like, 
we don't know. We actually don't know anything. Is I feel like those people go off the deep end, never to be seen again, because right. it's like we don't know anything. And it's, each thing, it's one of those everything is everything a is a concept type, yes. type moments, type yeah. dudes, yeah. And 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 it's frustrating. You know, I was talking to Nakara about this, and she was um, saying that this is why she loves algebra because algebra is like you're finding the thing, you're finding the unknown, mm-hmm. right? By calculating all of the things that you do know, mm-hmm. it's like literally solve for x. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you everything around x, and you and you're gonna be able to find it. And she like you know, but you have to add up everything, and you're gonna have to go through a, a few different processes, right? It's like the scientific theory. It's like the scientific uh, method. You have to go through multiple things, and this is how you're gonna solve for the unknown. And she likes that cut and dry aspect of it is that you're always going to figure out what the unknown is and by calculating all this thing and that's what we're doing like on the day-to-day but i don't know is ignorance i've been thinking man i might just be one of these dumb niggas out here i think i might go ahead and convert right yeah it's like i'd rather (laughs) it's like one of those things where you rather say you're dumb and not actually be dumb than be right exactly say you're smart and actually be dumb dumb yeah i think a lot of people rather take the route of Oh, I'm dumb, and then they jack. They're actually smart. Yeah, because it's it's way less damaging. You can only win if you categorize yourself as dumb at first. And people, people probably modify what they think as a response to their environment too, right? Like mm-hmm. the people that they're around, maybe to get them to like you a little bit more. You might start believing something that you didn't even believe in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And the idea that kind of like playing off of what you just said a few minutes ago is that nobody wants to be wrong, right? Nobody yeah. wants to say that they're wrong because that plays on the vulnerability episode that we were talking about uh, before. If you say that you're wrong, that makes you vulnerable. Makes even you though incompetent for the world or the environment or the situation that you're in. Right, and it makes you vulnerable to somebody picking fun of you. Oh, you don't know? Oh, you're stupid? You know, you don't want to feel like you don't know something, so you rather just your brain will just inject something. Well, it was probably because of this. And then you'll find everything to justify that, to justify you continuing to, to justify the continuation of your ignorance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our brains are not designed to be in a state of unknown. Our, our brains are designed to find answers to get on some type of ground so we can control our environment or we can control what are the outcomes of our decisions and so being in a state of unknown is actually very unnatural for yeah. us and so even if we're wrong even if we can't realistically come to a conclusion on something our brains tell us and our brains are designed to find an answer and settle on yeah, it yeah i'm gonna fill in the blank so what do you think happens or what do you think would happen? Or I don't know, have you ever tried to be in a state of unknown or saying that you don't know? What What do you think that does? Just being in a state of unknown? Yeah. You know. Or maybe that's for. I think that's what meditation is supposed to be, right? Just hmm. seeking, just going into the void, going into the unknown. And that's where you pull out answers. That's what I feel like. That's why people are smart. Because they acknowledge what they don't know they turn around they use all the information that they do know Mm -hmm. but then they 
turn into the void and they pull out the things that they don't know using all the things that they do know. I think mm. that's like they they do whatever their specific life experience is. They use that. They use all of the combination of their experiences combined with the information that's already out there for us. And they reach into the void and pull out something that we didn't know because all the things and I don't know if this is true. I'm just talking on my ass. I feel like all the things that there are to know are out there. <laughs> right, right. Everything already exists in the universe. Right. We just we don't. just don't know. We what haven't qu- seen. We don't know what they are, and we don't know what questions to ask so that we might figure out what they are. Right, right, so right. So we're just two steps behind. If there was an alien species, they've already all the alien species just knows what questions they were supposed to ask, you know, right, right, to right. get to that advanced form of whatever the fuck. Oh, this this is a kind of sidetrack real quick. Mm-hmm. I have a theory that aliens are just a humanoid species from the future. I think they just they just advance really far to the point where they can travel back in time. But because of our environments changing, us having to be in space longer or being in different environments, they just look different. Damn. So do you think they're among us? Oh, for sure. Because if they're among us, David Dunning is definitely a fucking alien. That yeah, motherfucker, yeah, motherfucker looks like he looks straight like Jabba a, the Hutt. Yeah, reptilian. <laughs> um, but back to the original conversation, I do like your point of going into the unknown, going into that space of just trying to admit that you don't know anything Mm -hmm. in order to draw new conclusions about life and in order to um, inspire new insights and to allow us the opportunity to know more and to reach a place of competence within ourselves. Right. So if you, so it's like a form of kind of humbling yourself and, and it, like unknowingly you're doing the very thing that your brain is seeking but you don't even notice that is happening because when you humble yourself then you do establish ground to stand on hmm. you're like oh i i don't know a lot okay we can stay we we can start from here mm-hmm. as opposed to saying i know i do know and there's nowhere to go from there's no there's nowhere to grow to yeah there's everything that there is to know is in this box and there's a very little space to add anything more because of what's already in this box. Right. Because of the position, the way the things in this box are positioned, there's only room for certain things to fit around that. Right. So and then so if you realize that the box is actually empty, you know, you, you it's maybe some stuff in the box. Or even those things in the box aren't the shape that you may think they, they are. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there's actually more space for other information to fall in that box. When they when Meek Mill says that there's levels to this shit, I get it now, fam. I I didn't know. You kind of look like Meek Mill. I appreciate that and also loathe you for saying it. Um, I guess we can move on to the final part since you want to piss me off. Sorry. Uh, we're talking a lot about like ignorance and we're talking a lot about incompetence and and this is you know. I'm not like I said. I started off just saying like I, I'm not. I'm not the smartest person. You know, I'm not the. I'm not a. I'm not Albert Einstein. Okay, I'm not a genius. But you know, I also have the ability to say that I'm not a genius, and I can also know where I stand because of that. And and sometimes it is a negative self image. Sometimes it draws me back, and 
I have to remind myself that I know more than I give myself credit for. Mm-hmm. But I feel like where I stand is is pretty good in terms of, you know, human intelligence. So how can people break this, right? Actually, before I we go into that, I just want to read this because this is it's just so funny to me, right? So this whole Dunning-Kruger effect, it derived from a cognitive bias that was evident in a criminal case of MacArthur and Wheeler. Uh, this guy decided to rob banks with his face covered in lemon juice because he believed that it would make him invisible to surveillance cameras. Uh, when they asked him, he said that this was based on the under on the misunderstanding of the chemical properties of lemon juice because lemon juice is used in invisible ink. So he thought that <laughs> lemon, lemon juice. juice would make him invisible. He thought that he was invisible. I kind of think that's a joke. I think he was just, I think that guy is just a comedian. I think he's just funny. <laughs> but I just want to imagine, I just like to imagine some sour faced shithead in the middle of a bank. When he sweats, like, it, it probably up, see? burns even more. <laughs> like it burns twice as much. All this in, in jail with nothing but acid on your face, looking dumb, citric acid. His his skin was poppy popping, popping dog, popping, looking citric asshole, alkaline up. <laughs> but like going back though, what do you think? How can people break out of this? Right. I mean, hopefully, just by listening to this, you can have a little bit of insight. Like, mm-hmm. oh, am I as smart as I think? Well, I think I think it's about the environment that you put yourself in. I think environment plays a huge role in your development in any direction that you go into. And so forming an environment that, one, pushes you to question what you know and how much you know Uh an environment that encourages you to explore outside of yourself, but also an environment that tells you where you are at amongst the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's just really having people who uh, know more than you and all- people who also know less than you. Know less than you and maybe... I don't know, same amount as you yeah, or like yeah. just having peers, a, you know? Yeah, having a very diverse environment because there needs to be people around you who, um, I they always say, oh, if you're the smartest person in the room, yeah. then uh, you're in the wrong room. But like, if you're the dumbest person in the room, you'll probably get kicked out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you pro- they probably won't want you around because you now all get... of them are the smartest person in the room. Right, and then but, you probably wouldn't give a fuck anyway because you're dumb. You're like, I ain't want to be in that room anyway. All right, so I think it's important to, I mean, and they say one of the best ways to learn is to also teach. So also, you know, teaching people what you know yeah. also exposes to you to the things that you don't know because right. they will also ask questions yeah. that you're just like, oh shit, I actually don't know that's the it. answer to that shit. Yeah, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that through just showing people small things, like whatever it is, once you start like trying to convey it to another person, you you instantly realize the holes. Yeah. You know? You, 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 exactly. I noticed <laughs> that on, I noticed this on, I noticed that on this podcast all the time. Yeah. My beautiful lady, Ari, she <laughs> she is good at just proposing that question as, are you sure? Like, do you really know that? And, <laughs> That's fucking annoying, though. Like, hearing that back. Hearing, hearing that is like, it always frustrates me because I'm like, I 
Yes, I yes. fucking know. And but then it's like before I say yes, I fucking know. I have to be like, do I? Do I actually know? And that's what's gonna push you, baby. And and she really has a good way of, and it's more than just you know just saying, do you really know? But she has a good way of asking enough questions to really see if I know something. Mm-hmm. And it's enlightening me because she's just really good because I won't say that like I feel that we match each other's intelligence level overall, mm-hmm. but there's some ways that she's more intelligent than uh than me and there's you know So it expands and, you as a person like, and reciprocal. Yeah. So I to I relate to the Dunner Kruger effect because I personally thought I was more emotionally intelligent than I actually was and she really? was able and she was able to point that out to me because although I am aware of emotions and I can I guess put them into their own categories when it comes to either acting on them or expressing them I'm actually not that good You're at that You're still going to hit a wall cuz you don't know what you don't know. Exactly and I and I and before because most of the people I talked to were just like men and mm-hmm. in general we don't express our emotions so me being just slightly expressive i seem like a, a, just an emotionally intelligent person mm-hmm. but being around a woman who is more emotionally intelligent and more in tune with herself i realized just how incompetent i was in that area in that area and so i was just like oh shit i actually an emotional dumbass. So does it... Well, I agree. And does it have to do with other people all the time? Or... So do you need another person to expand your worldview on that? Does it come down... Because that's just another thing we need other people for. Yeah, damn yeah it. I mean, I, I do think you do need other people uh, to yeah. to expand what you know, to let you know what you know. And and the this, this situation that I gave earlier about needing people who are more intelligent and, I guess, less intelligent than you, um, they help you position yourself. You can't really position yourself without another object or, you know, without somebody else to give reference to. Yeah. And so you don't... The only time people are geniuses is when they're smarter than everybody else. So I can be a genius in this room and I can be a dumbass in that room. Yeah. And so how do you the only way to position yourself in this world is to reference off of other people. So more the more people you bounce your ideas off of and they're there cuz they're a collection of all these experiences and ideas too. Mm-hmm. The more people you bounce it off, the more context you get for your own ideas, right? Facts. You put your own shit in context more and you understand you everything is expanded because of that. Facts, facts, facts. Bagels, bitch. Bagels. Ooh, that was a nice little episode. Ooh, you you try to back out. I did try to back out because I didn't feel like I was ready at what you done in Kruger effect, bro. Maybe I, I thought that I the episode idea was not as structured as I thought, which it kind of wasn't. We kind of floated around. I what I do is underestimate you, bro. I underestimate my goddamn partner, bro. Uh, you know, I I be thinking I gotta I gotta make sure I'm on point because I don't know, you know, I don't know how he gonna be today. I gotta make sure. You know. Oh my gosh! I, I guess I did a good job today because I was like, "Let's just do it. We got it. You did, and we got it, and we got it." And that was a fucking great episode. That was a really. You gotta good do episode, more man. shit like this. Just jump right into it. Yeah, you be trying to be all calculated, bruh. Just go with the flow. Get in tune with your emotions, man. Okay, all right. <laughs>
in tune, baby. We're going to see you next week with a second part to this, or maybe it'll be another mini, or we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. Maybe we should explore the unknown, going into that state of the unknown, what the unknown is, hmm. the void you were talking about. We did an going- episode about death, which was kind of like that, but do you want to talk... I'm not more sure. and more about the unknown. We'll figure it out. I like it. It's unknown for now. Let's say that. Ah, the boys will be back next week with another heater that you can play all through the club. <laughs> play this, play this podcast at the club if you're spinning. Yeah, yeah we're gonna. <laughs> Wait, we're not back next week. We're back Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Yeah, sorry about that. All types of goodies. Make sure you go on the website. EvilEgoHour.com. Uh, mm, mm, Make sure like you. That. Sign up for that newsletter. Make sure you go on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Evil Ego Hours. And make sure you like our fan page. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Sign up for that newsletter. And get in tuned. And leave comments and reviews. Stop playing these games, man. We about to get active. Let's go. Let's go. We ain't got no time for this. Let's go. Let's Let's go. Let's leave. All right. All right. Peace. Bye. bye. (laughs) Hello. This episode of the Evil Ego Hour podcast is brought to you by You're Nothing, the new motivational lecture series by Captain Doubt. I know you wake up every morning feeling lost in this world. I know you find yourself crippled by the realization that you are just a speck of dust floating through the universe. And because of this fact, you find yourself suffering through numerous bouts of depression and suicidal thoughts. I've come to tell you that you are not alone, my friend. You see, the mistake you probably made somewhere along the way is thinking that your life actually meant something in the first place. I'm Captain Doubt. I'm a recovering narcissist and a certified life coach here to bring you my new motivational lecture series entitled, You're Nothing. Over the course of 14 DVDs, my new series is guaranteed to lighten your existential load by showing you that everything you do in this life will eventually mean nothing, so in essence, your existence has no true purpose. When you realize, truthfully, how meaningless you are, feelings like anxiety, depression, and hopelessness, they have no place in your psyche. Any emotion or feeling that you might have is inherently pointless because you are in fact pointless. And when you realize that you're pointless, it frees you from the burden of having to accomplish anything in this life, which opens up a new space of limitless opportunity. Now, uh, you might say, now what's the point of having opportunity if everything is pointless? What's the point of even living if nothing means anything? As a matter of fact, I should probably just fucking kill myself now so I could get to the point even quicker. And to that, I would reply, now you're starting to get it. Now you're starting to understand. All you have to do is pick up the phone. Just just pick up the phone and dial 1-800-YOU'RE-NOTHING to purchase my new 14-disc DVD box set to save yourself from the abyss. Just pick, do it, pick up the, (coughs) ah, fuck. Uh, Buy it today. Just, just buy it or not. It doesn't fucking matter. You're going to die. We're all going to die. 
And last, but certainly not least, this episode of the Evil Ego Hour podcast is sponsored by Day by Day, a single by musical artist and host of the Evil Ego Hour podcast, Dot Night. He believes that this single deserves a little more love. Find this banger on all streaming platforms. Don't need your permission, don't need your advice. Whole team on a mission, don't need your protection, don't need your direction. I lead my own life, and nothing is certain when you're working just to survive. And when you do get it, then it shouldn't be a surprise. Please don't lie to me, tell me, look me in the eyes. I know in the end, everybody dies. I tell a nigga, look.